1: This week's episode of the Talking Buds podcast is brought to you by Betstamp. Ryan, did you know that if you download the Betstamp app right now, you get the unique ability to line shop across all your various sportsbook accounts and get the maximum value for your wagers?
0: And speaking of line shopping, I will be looking for that over total for game one, Leafs and Lightning. I kind of see the line at seven and a half right now. It hasn't been released yet, but as soon as it's released on Betstamp, I'll be trying to find the best odds for that over goal total for game one Leafs Lightning. What did they average in goals this year between those three out of the four games were over seven and a half. Maybe it's more than seven and a half. I'm not sure what it's going to be yet, but that's kind of where I see it landing right now. So as soon as that's released on Betstamp, I want to get the most value for my money. So you go on the Betstamp app, find which sportsbook gives you the best odds for that
1: over goal total. And that's what I'll be going for. If you haven't already, download the BetStamp app and use promo code BUDS upon sign up to let them know that we sent you. Also, keep it locked right here on the Talking BUDS podcast throughout the 2022 Stanley Cup playoffs as Ryan and I will be giving our nightly game selections. Let's have some fun with this. I'm stoked. This is awesome. BetStamp's great people. Great app. Download it right now. We have a, We'll have a link in the description. Let's go. Let's get it. All right, cut the music, cut the music, cut the music. We're going to start this week's episode pro wrestling style. Got my, got my goat t-shirt on. I'm ready to go. I'm about to lay the hottest of takes on you right now. All right. And I promise you, if this blows up in my face in the coming weeks, I will clip this and we'll play it and you can point and laugh at what an idiot I am. Okay. All week there was like some speculation. Like, is it gonna be Tampa? Is it gonna be Boston? Because they were sort of like neck and neck towards the finish line. I'm happier that it's Tampa. And I'll tell you why. I think I like this position better for the Leafs going into this series. The Boston Bruins has First round choke job, disa- choke job disaster, written all over it. The Leafs are the favorite in that series. Oh, we got to play Boston. Boston's the better matchup. Um, they're not the same Bruins of old. Like, like they. It, what is the best performance in a playoff series the Maple Leafs have had in this era? The first year against the Washington Capitals when they were the underdog, and. No one believed in them. They had no chance of winning the series. They didn't end up winning the series, but they put up a really good showing. Mm -hmm. And that was the only time in the last five years that when the playoffs ended, we were like, well, I'm proud of them. I'm proud of them. Well, that was also different circumstances. Right. But my point is, I think we've, we've criticized this, this core in the past about like not understanding the moment and not like, like rising above adversity. And I don't know, I just, being another favorite against a worse team, again, just has disappointment. Whereas, like, they can go into this series against Tampa, and everyone's like, you're screwed. Look at our Instagram. I posted Leafs Lightning last night, people commenting on it, like, we're screwed. Look at, like, I recently got us into the TikTok world. Everyone is, like, commenting on it, being like, yeah, you guys got no shot. It's like, that's, so, they're going into this, and hopefully this can galvanize them in a bit of a different way, and we can be like, You've got no shot. You're not going to win. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts on, on that?
0: Yeah, it's that makes a lot of sense. It's all about expectation. Yes. Everything is about expectation in sports. When you are a fan base and you expect a certain thing and it doesn't happen, it's what you're talking about. You go into the, a, a playoff series against Boston, which I don't think they have deserved any right to be a favorite in any series that they go in. But based on points and and kind of how they've played them this year, yeah, they would be the favorite. You're right. But I get managing expectations by going into Tampa Bay or playing Tampa Bay. You have that built-in excuse, win or loss.
1: But see, I'm not even talking about expectations and excuses. I'm talking about, like, in that room, I'm hoping it elicits a different response from these guys where it's like, this is David versus Goliath. You are trying to slay the dragon. You are, this is it. This is the two-time defending Stanley Cup champions. I think if you, like, I'm looking at the bracket right now, who, Colorado is the only other team I see on here that's, like, I would say is, like, a definitive favorite to potentially make They're gonna a They're going to have a tough series, on. too, though. Yeah. So, I just, like, this is it. This is slaying the dragon. So, there's no, like, sky-high expectations. There's no, you're so much better this team, than this team. You should walk right through them. There's none of that. It's, you got to go out there. You got to play every shift. You got to get good goaltending. You gotta, and it's like, it's all the things we said last week. So I just think that, like, I like that they're going into this series an underdog, and everyone looking at them going, even though they finished ahead of Tampa in the standings, is anyone looking at them? That means them? absolutely. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah and the, and they have home ice and everything but they're still the underdog if you oh, ask me. Oh, 100%. Yes.
0: Any any team in this league in any conference going against Tampa Bay in a first round series is are the underdogs, but it's just at the same time that that's that's a great point made by you, but you got the bracket pulled up right there mm-hmm. and there is no team that has a harder first round series than they do. Of course they just have the greatest <laughs> season of their of their franchise history and they somehow still draw the toughest op- opponent you could draw in the
1: 2022 playoffs. We talked a lot about this potential matchup last week, so I don't think we need to reiterate everything. And we we've got we're going to be doing post-game shows after every single Leaf playoff game. So keep it locked right here if you haven't subscribed, go ahead and do so. Um But I did want to just let's just take two minutes and look back on the season, like the longest season of all time. We finally made it to the finish line. Mm -hmm. Like key takeaways for me is Matthews and Marner officially reached in terms of regular season status, officially reached the level of these are awesome. Matthews is the best player in hockey and Mitch Marner is a top five player in hockey.
0: Yeah, like yeah, definitely up there. Definitely one of the elites guys that you expect to click your sports app, click on stats, click on points, and see them in the top ten somewhere.
1: There so that was a huge one. And and then again, like goaltending was was a roller coaster ride this mm. year. I think more than ever, and what contributed to this being such a successful season is they had they were deeper. Like, lines one oh, through way four. way deeper. Yes. Yeah,
0: way deeper. And it's pretty amazing how, like, this season has been all about goaltending from 2022 to now. The start of 2022 to now. And somehow, they still managed to get 115 points with Eric Schalgren playing yes. the load of games for the back half of the season. And they s- still found a way to do it. This The deepest their defense has ever been. When have you ever gone into a Leafs playoff series and you're you're there's three guys like too many. Yes. Like there's Diffic- there's yeah.
1: So if someone's got to sit. So, I forwards mean, and defenseman, that is that never happens with this team. Right now it's looking like Justin Hull, who's going to be the odd man and and Sandine because I, I don't think he's 100% healthy as of yet. But and I, I see a lot of people upset that they're going with Labouchkin over Hall. And it's like um, I don't agree with. I'm that.
0: More worried about number eight.
1: Yes, yes. Well, the number
0: I- eight is going to be a problem very early in that series. Well, you're and... you're keeping
1: him on the shortest leash possible. I oh
0: man, I don't yeah. care how much you're paying the guy. He is showing me absolutely nothing that he's ready for the series. Yeah, it's um. But but again, going back to the point, that's what depth is. Is when you have too many spots. You have too many guys and not enough spots. Yes. That's, that's what depth is. And going into this playoff series, this is the first time where it's like, we have way too many guys. We're going to have to make some tough decisions on who's going to play and who's going to sit. And that just speaks to how deep they are and why they've had such a good season. Who's a guy,
1: uh, let's talk about forwards specifically. Who's a guy that you look at this year in terms of like their depth pieces and go... This guy had a great season and was a massive contributor to their success. Pierre Engvall. Hey! Pierre Engvall is
0: number one for me. Pierre Engvall sucked. Like, I couldn't stand watching him playing hockey, and now he's just an automatic third liner. Could play on your second line. And just the speed he plays with, I think he had 14, 15 goals, which isn't, like, a lot of goals. But, man, some of them were big goals. And just, I don't know. Like When you have guys in your organization stepping up and improving and contributing as much as he had, when you're losing guys like Hyman and eventually Mikhaev, it's just, I don't know. He, he, to me, I look at a guy like Pierre Engvall, and he's one of the reasons why this team had such a good year, because he's gotten so much
1: better. I love what you said last week about Ilya Mikhaev. Guy doesn't know how good he oh, is yeah. at hockey.
0: No idea. No idea. And Be- he's another guy too. He he's right on he's he's probably ahead of Engval in terms of importance, but man, Pierre Engval has impressed the hell out of me this year.
1: I honestly McKayev is a guy who in this Kyle Dubas era, you're gonna see a lot of Ilya McKayev's come and go. Like you're gonna see a lot of guys coming in signing, like Michael Bunting in a couple of years, like signing for like a minimal amount of money by NHL standards. Mm. And Playing well and then leaving to go play somewhere else yeah. for five million dollars.
0: Yeah. yeah, like three and a half to yeah. five million dollar contract for Michael Bunting coming up, but I'm sure McKeever's going to be the exact oh, same Mikheyev, thing next yeah, 100%. season. Hundred
1: percent. So like, this is he's going to be a key contributor um, for the Leafs in the playoffs. We hope, but he he to me was my standout sort of depth piece. Um, couple things just I want to hit on looking back on the season in terms of like giving Kyle Dubis his his due. Turning Nick Ritchie into Ilya Labushkin—that's yep. one thing that Kyle Dubis doesn't get enough credit for, in my opinion—is his ability to correct his mistakes. Like Nick Ritchie was a mistake. Yeah, yeah. Like it was—it was too much money for a guy who doesn't have anything left in the tank. And and, and, tur- he,
0: and also where he was like, like as soon as they signed him, he's on the first line. Yeah. Like
1: no. What? Yeah. yeah. But then this come. This is like I don't know. It's like he's paying, making all that money, so you don't want to give him fourth line minutes. Anyways, yeah, yeah. anyways um, turning uh Richie into Lubushkin is one, and then the Mark Giordano trade. I I went on and on about how much I love Mark Giordano last week. I think Mark Giordano is exactly what they wanted Nick Felino to be last year. It's worked out really well. It's to your point. Now this is this is the deepest their blue line has been, in I as long as oh, I can forever. remember, yeah, forever, man. Dude. So. It's and here we go into a first round series against the uh, the defending two time defending cup champs. Let's save our prediction for Leafs lightning till the very end. We're going to go around the league here and just talk about the various series. Um, let's start in the West because you and I don't talk about the Western Conference a whole hell of a lot. So let's let's start with the Calgary Flames and the Dallas Stars. The Calgary Flames are one of my picks to come out of the West. I don't know about you. But I think yeah. I famously came on this
0: podcast and said the Calgary Flames are an awful hockey yeah. team, partly because I just like trolling other Canadian fan bases. Well, they and partly, love Lee fans, so. I don't I don't love the Calgary Flames in general. But I mean, if you look at a team that's built for the playoffs right there, good goaltending, tough team. And then Johnny Gaudreau and Matthew Kachuk both had 100 points this year. So
1: they're coach, built for the playoffs, man. Coach, who's been to the mountaintop many times. Yes. One of the goats. Yeah. And yeah, I'm with you. I'm taking Calgary. Calgary in six, five or six. I hate. I have a hard time picking like games, but we're picking games. Okay. So get, so get, right. get on, get on. I'm going Calgary in six. Yeah, I'll go Calgary in in five. Five. Yeah. All right. So they're gonna walk through the. I mean, yeah. the Dallas Stars. We saw them a couple weeks ago with the Leafs. They're they're a, they're an okay hockey team. Yeah, but it's just the NHL. Anything
0: yes. can happen, man. Like that's the NHL is the hardest sport to
1: predict series winners, and we. We give the NHL a lot of shit. Deservingly so, quite frankly. But the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs is is one of the best two-week windows in all of pro sports, in my opinion. Yeah. Up next we have the Edmonton Oilers and the LA Kings. The second of three Canadian teams in the postseason. Um, I like the Oilers to come out of this series. I think I think they have to. I think their goaltending um, shored up a little bit down the stretch. They looked a little bit better. Do I think the Oilers are gonna are gonna go on some miracle run here? No, but no. do I think they can beat the LA Kings in the yes. first round? Yes.
0: I will say seven games though, because yeah, I don't because the, the Oilers are very leafy. They're, yes, they're, they're the most leaf like Canadian hockey team. So I I know LA isn't exactly the the toughest opponent
1: for them right now, but I I'm gonna go seven games. Yeah, I'm gonna go Oilers and seven as well. So on your scorecard, Oilers and seven. The Colorado Avalanche and the Nashville Predators. The Colorado Avalanche, as I mentioned earlier, are right up there with anyone in this league in terms of teams that'll have like Stanley Cup aspirations. Mm. I like them to come out of this series. I like them to go all the way in the way. I actually the next series we're going to talk about has two teams that I think that could potentially oh, yeah. knock the Avalanche off, along with Calgary. But I like them to at least eliminate the Nashville Predators. I'm going
0: Nashville in six games. Nashville, in six...
1: whoa,
0: yeah. Why? I think the Avalanche are are just like the Leafs. Really? Like, I, I don't know. I, I just, did
1: not see that coming.
0: Nashville Predators are a badass hockey team yeah. in terms of toughness. I that's gonna be a tough series. And I, just to be contrarian, I, I'm gonna go Nashville in six. I'm gonna go for that to be my wild upset of the, of the first round The Tampa Bay lightning won the president's trophy a couple of years ago and famously got swept by the Columbus blue jackets and very similar. They had a very similar season to what Tampa Bay had that season. And I don't know, Colorado could score a lot of goals, but I feel like they're prone to a little, uh, a little shaky hockey when it comes when things get started to get a little tougher. Wow. Yeah. Wow.
1: All right. Yeah. All right. So that, I mean, I could look like an idiot
0: with that prediction, but, but the thing I hate about doing this, it's like, you can go through all these series and just like, you always just lean the favorite. So it's like, I'll just go
1: Nashville in a complete upset okay. against the avalanche. I'll go avalanche in six, mm-hmm. this next series in the West. Oh, when I look at war, when I look at this, this bracket here, this is the one where it's like, this is going to be seven games back to back two mm-hmm. relatively even match teams. The Minnesota wild and the St. Louis blues. This is going to be like, if you look at this, like what other series jumps out at you as as you said, that it's gonna be a war quite like this one. I don't see it.
0: Yeah, the in terms of just two teams that are just pretty tough yeah. and even kind of like the same type of hockey a little bit. Yeah, Yeah.
1: I'm gonna go with the Minnesota Wild yeah. in seven because I think this series this, this is just critical for the Minnesota Wild to have mm-hmm. some sort of playoff success, going out and getting Marc Andre Fleury. Like they they really sort of pushed their chip. I wouldn't say they pushed all the way in, no, but no. they're they're in the mix. Like they wanna oh, yeah. they I, wanna do
0: some damage. I'm gonna go oh yeah. Minnesota and seven and I and I think they're going to the West final. I don't know about the cup final, but they're going to the West final. They're a tough hockey team. Really? Tough hockey team. Really? You remember when they played the Leafs earlier in the yes, season? Yes. And, and Spezza got like I think he got a hat-trick that yes, game. Yes. Boy, man, they were they were pushing them around. That was the like, game where,
1: where Marcus Felino ran over Jack Campbell. They're they're a big Big hockey. You could, team, make, you could make the argument that that was the last night that Jack Campbell, that was when Jack Campbell sort of, I'm on this Vesna hot streak ended. Was yeah. that like November game? That was a great hockey yes, game. But the, the thing
0: I noticed in that hockey game was, boy, they can run some players over, yep. man. They're a big hockey team that, that is built for this playoffs.
1: Moving over to the murderer's row that is the Eastern Conference. Every playoff team finishes with over 100 points. Ryan, I think I'm going to come one step closer to eating a bowl of tuna with mayo in it because while i do not think the florida panthers are going to win the stanley cup i also don't think the washington capitals are good enough no to knock off the florida panthers yeah they don't have
0: the goaltending
1: they don't have the goaltending and like Ovechkin's not 100% yeah, and i, don't know if they're I just deep don't enough. yes i don't know if they're deep enough either so i'm going to go with the florida panthers in 5 games
0: yeah i'll go panthers in 6 just okay. to give the capitals a little bit more respect but yeah I, i'm i'm we're on the same wavelength as that the capitals Tough hockey team, I've done it before, make the playoffs every single year, season veterans, but I just think they're a little short. And
1: just year. watching how the Leafs have sort of ragdolled them a couple times and yeah. they just don't have the the skill no. to keep up with I a don't team have the like goaltending for, yeah, right now. Yeah.
0: Like Sam Sonoff has been not very good all year and like the their name of their backup is just right over my <laughs> head right now, but I just don't think they have they have it this and year.
1: And the Panthers average like what like 5 goals a game. Yeah, pretty yeah. close. Yeah, so,
0: four, four, and four and a bit.
1: Yeah, so it's like they don't they, they don't have the offensive firepower to keep up. with yeah. Florida. that's yeah. and to your point, to keep the puck out of their own net. Yeah, the Boston Bruins did not will not be heading to Toronto. They will be heading to Carolina instead. This series is interesting. Ooh, this is a tough one, but this one is more interesting because of the injury to Freddie Anderson.
0: True. So I don't. I was leading. The Bruins anyway, because I just when you see those two logos together, you're just automatically drawn to the B. Yeah. You know?
1: So I'm I'm leaning Bruins as well. Yeah. Um I don't know. I I I'm gonna go Bruins in six. Okay, I'm gonna go Bruins in seven. I think yeah. that I think the Hur the Hurricanes will put up a valiant fight and a valiant effort.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: yes, I'm gonna go. I think the experience of Boston wins out here. Boston always wins around. Yes, what does Boston ever blow.
0: lose in the first round? Never,
1: never, never, never. They always win around. So I'll yeah, the experience of the Bruins wins out here, and I think they they eliminate the Carolina Hurricanes in seven games. And you're going Bruins in
0: six. Yeah, Bruins in six.
1: This is another series in um, this year's Stanley Cup playoffs that I think could go either way. Like, I I was looking at this one last night when I was thinking about doing the show today, and I'm like, I don't know. Because on the one hand, you've got the Pittsburgh Penguins, the ultimate, we've done this before. Yes, A guy who still to this, who, who currently a lot of people overlook for whatever reason now, and everyone wants to talk about McDavid, Matthews, whatever. But this... The Pittsburgh Penguins have the ultimate captain. And in my opinion, still one
0: of the best yeah.
1: in the game today
0: in Sidney Crosby. Been in the Stanley Cup final four times and just yes. won three.
1: Yes. Like this. So this is the ultimate, like we've been here before hockey team going mm. up against a young, really good hockey team in the New York Rangers yeah. who a lot of you and I argue that Vasilevsky is the best goalie in. In hockey because of his track record. Yeah, because of the track record. Yes. But statistically, Shosturkin is the best. I think he
0: is like ability wise the best. But yeah. you just, I, I can't give him that yet because it's just like Vasilevsky, what he's done the past two years, it's just been absolutely ridiculous. So, but yeah, no, they have the best, we're currently the best goalie in hockey. I'm going Rangers in. Uh, Rangers in six games. Yeah,
1: I'm going to go Rangers in six as well. Yeah, I Uh, think
0: the I'm not 100% sure about this, but I think the Penguins have some goaltending health issues as well. So I think the Rangers are a pretty good hockey team with some firepower, and uh, they have a great goalie, so
1: I'm going Rangers in six. Okay, Ryan. Monday night, Scotiabank Arena. (laughs) The puck will drop. It's the moment we have all been waiting for since... It's over a year oh. now. <laughs> it's the moment. Actually, not quite over a year. The, it's the moment we've all been waiting for. Oh. when the Maple Leafs squandered their opportunity last year, we all we sat here, us and anyone else who talks about this team, and said, "I don't care about next regular season. Wake me up when the playoffs start." And then they proceed, as we said earlier, to go and have a an historic regular season. And here we are; we're back. The Maple Leafs will host the two-time defending Stanley Cup champion Tampa Bay Lightning. Game one goes Monday night at Scotiabank Arena. Mm-hmm. Oh
0: yeah, here we go! I just got the look at <laughs> yeah, that. Look yeah. at
1: that. Look at that! I just got the goosebumps. I, it. I, I gotta tell you, man, I don't think. I'm literally gonna be watching every game like this. Yeah. Like it's,
0: it's awful. Holy shit. <laughs> it's supposed Holy to be shit. it's supposed to be fun, but it's really not. <laughs> yeah. It's really not. It it takes months off your life yes. watching them play, especially this year, man. The pressure is just yes. yeah. on I I don't even know the right word to describe the pressure. The,
1: well, again, this is part of the unique situation that they've put themselves in because you know I started the episode ranting and raving about oh they're the underdog they're the underdog right and they are the underdog and you and i talked about this last week i do think that there will be a little teeny tiny bit if they go down swinging yeah of course there will be a little tiny teeny tiny bit of people going like that well they had a terrible matchup but still you still put yourself in this situation where even if you lose to the two-time defending cup champion people are gonna be upset yeah because you like this is poetic justice for last season. You had the easiest road you could have ever had last year. It a free pass. It was a free pass, Yeah, Yeah, and you screwed it up, and now as your your receipt for that, your penance is you will open against Goliath. You will have to slay the dragon right out of the gate. We talked about this a little bit last week. I think I think if, if 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 we wanna take out all all the um intangibles external factors like like toughness and and experience, well if you're just gonna line these two rosters up on paper, I think you could make the argument that the Leafs are the better team of the two of them. Minus, under, minus, under the goal minus the goaltending. Minus the goaltending. And the defense.
0: Uh, Their defense isn't as good as the uh, Tampa Bay okay. Lightning defense. I don't know, man. Okay, fine.
1: F- okay, but roster. Think, no, but, no. But listen, the point don't I'm don't trying know. to make is roster to roster, is this a horrible mismatch? No, no. absolutely not. It's yes. pretty
0: pretty close to even. Yes. But I think anywhere you look, Tampa Bay has the edge. It's like Steven Stamkos had 160, 106 points this year. You know how many points Austin awesome Matthews had? 106. Yeah. They cancel each other out. Steven Samkos had 43 goals this season. And then Kucherov cancels out Marner and Point and Nylander. And, like, those forwards cancel each other out. The Leafs might be a little bit better with with a third line. But, I mean, Tampa Bay has the edge on the blue line. I don't care what anybody says. And they got the edge in net. So, it's (laughs) – man, like, (laughs) this is like (laughs) – this is (sighs) – somebody – I feel like with people who aren't diehard Leaf fans who just, like, casually watch hockey, they constantly come up to me over the past week or, or two and be like, oh, how do you think they're going to do against Tampa? Uh, and my <laughs> reaction is just like, man. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It's, it sucks. Yeah, it does like, it, suck. sucks. it does suck. I mean, th- they're big boys. It's time to win a, a big series. Like, it, it, they're overdue, but this is a tough
1: draw. They this is this is top. They man. have. I, I'm gonna spit some facts right now. They have an opportunity here to win the Stanley Cup in the hearts of Leaf fans without by just winning a round. Yeah, they really do. If they eliminate, I, I truly believe this. If they eliminate the Tampa Bay Lightning. It doesn't matter what happens after that. Like I said, they'll make a freaking documentary about it. Everybody's coming back. It's like they can buy themselves a lot. Like this, how low the bar is. Yeah.
0: Here. Well, no, it's it's what we've talked about is winning around enough. And I think if they were playing the Capitals yeah. or the or even the Hurricanes yeah. or, or or a team like that, then maybe maybe not. But against this team, winning around is going to be enough.
1: Yeah, I think. Any other team in the East. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I said I think this, that's what makes uh, this matchup so unique. And like they can, they can, they can just by winning around and eliminating this team, they can. I think, I think it's a clean slate. I really do. Like I think the fans and the organization and everyone will be like, we're good. Yeah. Like we're good. We, even if they go into the next round against the Bruins or the Rangers and lose in five. I, oh well, we we just went through a first round war. It's the lightning; they're out I of can't gas. Even, I can't even think about yeah. that, man. Yeah, like, that's, I know. that just
0: seems unfathomable. But, at yeah, this but point, that's what I'm saying.
1: Know? Like, I think I think that's it will literally buy them like a free pass in the next season, and they'll yeah. lean on that forever. And like I said, it'll be considered a success, and not just for the fan base.
0: I think for around hockey, too. yes, yes. Like, any any team, any fan base that that hates this franchise. Can only give respect to them if they pull that's, this series Again, up. that's what
1: makes this so unique is mm-hmm. I think they they can. You have the opportunity by playing this opponent to shed yourself of all that negativity, and you can be like, we eliminated the Tampa Bay Lightning. Mm-hmm. We did it. Not only did we break through that ceiling of getting to the f- second round, we eliminated the two-time defending cup champs.
0: Well, they split the series this year 2-2. So.
1: Okay, Ryan. Prediction time.
0: I just do. You do you pick with your heart, or do I you think pick I, with your brain. I'm
1: gonna pick with my heart on this one. Mm-hmm. I'm full transparency. I'm gonna pick with my heart on this one, and I'm gonna go Leafs in seven. Um, I think a lot of things need to break their way in order for that to happen. Namely, they need Jack Campbell to play out of his. No, not true. They don't need to Jack Campbell to play out of his mind. They need Jack Campbell to not give up back to not bad lose goals. Lose a game. Yes. B-
0: just by Jack Campbell yes, alone. Yes,
1: they do not need, he needs to make the timely saves. You know what? They go down 2-1, it cannot get to 3-1. Yeah. It cannot. You, no. you have to make sure they stay within a goal. That is your job. We don't need you to go out, go Cujo in the early 2000s and single-handedly eliminate the Ottawa Senators. <laughs> we do need you to go not give up the backbreaking goal. They need that. And you know a guy who I have my finger pointed at right here, right now? Mm-hmm. Number 91, the captain of this hockey team. Let's go, pal. Like, I'm going to score a big goal. The top line is going to get all... Like, I don't think anybody should expect Matthews and Marner to dominate in this series. They're going to have Victor Hedman. Victor Hedman is going to be stapled to Austin Matthews everywhere he goes.
0: But at the same time, I do expect them to have a better playoff
1: than they have in the past. Correct. That doesn't mean you can't produce, and that doesn't yeah. mean you can't be effective, but... They will have the toughest assignment. Mm-hmm. John Tavares. If you look at his, if you just look at his numbers this year, he had a good season. Point yeah. per game hockey player. Yeah, I think a lot of us look at him and say he's lost a step. Hundred percent. And
0: you don't, you no longer need to assign somebody to
1: John no, Tavares. No, no, no. He's not. He's not a threat every single time he's out in the ice. No, but he has to find a way to. Make the Lightning think twice about, like, will we need somebody out. Like, they need to pay attention. They need to care when John Tavares is on the ice. Now, now, he is at a point in his career where he needs to be set up for success. And Sheldon Keefe, I love you, Sheldon, is bound and friggin' determined to have him and Nylander work as line mates. Sheldon, it doesn't work. We saw down the stretch. You split those two up. Both of them look better. Nylander too. He's another guy needs to have a huge series. But they need to be those two for whatever reason doesn't work. They don't gel. They don't play well together. Sheldon, mm-hmm. give it up. Move uh, Nylander uh, down to the third line. Move Mikhaev up. I don't care. Figure it out on a team that had a, a
0: plus sixty goal differential this year. They were both dash players. So they're so, both in the minus, and they played each other with each other for pretty much the whole year. And they're one of the worst. Most ineffective five-on-five lines in hockey.
1: And you got a guy, I, I love the Mikheyev with Tavares pairing because Mikheyev skates like the wind. and he Four checks. Four checks. He does all and, the thing that John yes. Tavares
0: can't do or William Nylander does If you
1: want to go with a second line of Mikheyev, Tavares, Kerfoot, I'm good with that. And if you want to bump Nylander down to the third line where he's not going to get the Lightning's top defensive yeah, exactly. assignments and has more root And he makes
0: that line more dangerous. Yes. He's more of a threat to score. I, I just think... This series, more than ever, those top three lines all need to be a threat to score because Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner are going to have a really tough series, yep. extremely tough. You're going against the best defenseman in the NHL f- consistently for the past whatever how many years.
1: It's just a just a big man. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: it's tough. It's, yeah. it's going to be really tough. So, man, depth scoring time to score some big goals when you need it. You know.
1: All right, Ryan. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going with my heart and I'm going Leafs and seven and I'm just going to, on a wing and a prayer. Here we go.
0: I got to go lightning seven.
1: Oh, he's picking against the Leafs. Oh
0: my God. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't like stand firm and be like lightning at
1: seven. It's just, well, I mean, if you're you're
0: going with your heart, I'll go with my head and say, why would anybody pick the Leafs? Also, if
1: you're using your bet stamp app and you're going with your wallet and you want to pick the best odds, you probably like. I mean
0: I mean to to win the most money you're picking the leaves for yeah. sure. Like they're, but, they're but, the underdogs, but, but I mean the lightning in in 7 games like I I mean that's just But how if you're I picking a
1: winner you you're you're, you're going to go with the Tampa Bay Lions. Yes, yes. Oh boy. Okay. Well. Oh boy. So there you have it ladies and gentlemen. I uh we're still two full days away from the game and i'm i'm have like i'm feeling it yeah i'm feeling it in here oh man Just this is what it is right yeah this is what it is whatever's gonna happen it's gonna happen so we are going to be doing post-game shows after every single leaf playoff game i'm really looking forward to this this is something we've done since we started the podcast um off the top and we announced our new partnership with BetStamp we're going to be doing our our pick of the night where we'll take a look at the the following night's games and and sort of pick which line we like the best. Yeah. Um so really looking forward to doing that as well. If you haven't downloaded the BetStamp app, go and download it right now, use promo code buds upon sign up and it's it's a great app.
0: Yeah, yep. it's just I mean if you're really looking to bet on anything in this playoff, especially anything between guys who are going to score goals every night or just a a, a And get the best or, value for
1: your money. Yeah. To me, you know, like, I'm the type of guy, it, it really does appeal to, to both of us because, you know, you're of the two of us, you're the more seasoned gambler of the two. So you like kind of looking at the full big picture and you might even do your own sort of parlay where, where you parlay across a bunch of different books. Whereas me, I'm the less experienced guy. I want to get the best value for my money. I want to see which... Which sports book can I can I throw some money down on, and potentially, yeah, get the most value. And, and it's
0: not always about getting the most money out of out of like your bet. It's also what if the Leafs and Lightning, which I'm sure the goal total for the first game is going to be pretty high. If you can get that extra half goal or, yeah. or goal, if one site has six and a, a half difference. and the other one has five and a half with a decent odd, like you, you that makes a huge difference. That extra goal, so it sure that, That's does. what I'm going to be looking for.
1: So keep it locked right here. Hit that like and subscribe button below right now. You don't want to miss our post game shows. Again, really, really stoked, really looking forward to him. Ryan Stoke is coffee all over, myself. all over himself. His double double all over himself. That's embarrassing.
0: That's no how that's goodness. how
1: excited for it Ryan is. <sighs> all right, Ryan. Bon voyage, my friend. Let's go in, everybody. We're in this together. Go Leafs, go! Thanks so much once again. Hit that like and subscribe. We'll see you next week. Actually, no, we won't see you next week. We'll see you after game one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, See you guys.